Hello, this is Jacqueline Kitzman. This is the Awaken Tarot Podcast, and you'll be happy to know that I thought I hit record about five minutes ago and didn't. So, all of that being said, all of my sentiments on the current going-ons in the world are exactly what I said last week. If you were to copy and paste last week's episode at the beginning into this week's episode at the beginning where I say we are not collateral damage for people with guns, um, raise the volume by 100% and make me 50 times to 100 times angrier. That is how I feel right now. I woke up and there was another mass shooting in Philadelphia, I believe, where 14 people were injured by a gun. And I think at least three people are dead by the last count that I saw this morning. We have a problem. We have a big problem. Again, I promise I won't actually scream about it again this week, but we have a problem. There's still a fucking war in Ukraine. People are like being killed every day over there. It's just kind of like there's still, you know, uh, I, I haven't heard anybody talk about abortion for a while, but that's like still a thing. And we're very quickly, voraciously is what I meant. Ferociously, ferociously. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I've had two cups of coffee. I can't keep blaming it on the coffee if it's just my brain. Regardless of that, I haven't heard anybody talking about like abortion rights in a while. In fact, it's almost completely disappeared from my Instagram feed for sure, but definitely my TikTok feed which tells me that, again, humans are amazing at, at at adapting and we've forgotten. So don't forget about that. Please keep calling your representatives. Please keep caring about all of these things and vote in your local elections. And if you don't know how to vote, I once again will put the link in the show notes to make sure that you're registered and so in a website where you can go and get all the information that you need for your local primaries and local elections. <clears throat> all of that being said, Let's jump into the card we're talking about this week, which is the Seven of Cups. The Seven of Cups, I was like super convinced that we've talked about this card because y'all like we're going to be 57 episodes into this podcast, which means that we've covered more than half of the cards in the tarot, which I think is amazing. And I do have a plan for what we're going to do after I've covered all of the cards. Um, I do have like a plan and a direction for how I want this podcast to go. So don't panic. Um and we will still be furthering our education with tarot after. So, yes. Um, in the Seven of Cups, I'll explain how the card looks. Again, we're using the Smith Rider Weight deck. You've got a person. They're almost completely like in in the dark. Like they're like a shadow of a person almost. Essentially, they're a silhouette. That's exactly what they are, a silhouette. I understand all of the synonyms of the English language. Um, and they are holding their hand out, looking at a cloud above them, of, um, and I would like to just say this cloud is not a white puffy cloud. It's a gray cloud. And each <clears throat> little cup in the seven of cups has a different thing coming out of them. We'll stop with the, we'll start with the top left hand side. You've got three cups on top, four on the bottom. And out of the first cup is a person's head. Out of the second cup in the middle is a mushroom and the mushroom is glowing. In the third cup, which is the far right on the top is a snake. You go to the bottom and the one on the far left is a castle. The next one is what looks to be like jewels. The third is a wreath. Um, and then on the last card or last cup, excuse me, on the bottom row, the fourth one is a dragon. So what that means is that if you look right above the last cup in the top row, the third cup is a snake. The bottom cup, the last row is a dragon. And then what I want to point out, which is absolutely fascinating and interesting to me, is that on the wreath on the crown, 
cup, which is the third cup out of the four in the bottom row on that cup, you will see the like little markings and etchings on the cup of a skull. It's a little skeleton. Why? Well, I will tell you what I think. Um, so what I want to break down first is that sevens in the tarot, I teach them as self-awareness, realization, and self-control. You go from a six, which is this heart-based feeling of kind of this this joy, this reflection, almost like very lovers, like you're understanding your wants, desires, and needs, and not just that, but the wants, desires, and needs of other people as well. It's a very heart-based number. It's meant to trigger that, that soul empathetic part of you. Um, and then you get to the seven and you and now you're kind of reining things in because you're making a plan. You're realizing what needs changed. You're making your um, your if twos are kind of about choice in a sense, which they can be, then sevens are this um, real realization of your choices, like understanding where things are heading. You're going to go from the seven into the eight, which is total transformation. So the seven is all about you kind of getting control of the situation for good and moving forward. I actually have an entire episode on the sevens in tarot. Um, if you just scrolly scroll down the thing, you can listen to it where I explain just the concept of sevens and then each card within that a little bit more, a little bit more in depth. The seven of cups, um, it's this, again, the silhouette, and they're looking at all these different choices. Some people will say it's making mountains out of molehills. Like you're you're distracted, you're daydreaming, you're making things bigger than what they are. Um, some people will say it's about making your choices, about making a choice or deciding where you're going to put something. And in my head, with the idea that sevens are about self-realization and actualization, this is a person who went from the six being given this cup of this cup of love, this cup of life, feeding their inner child, who all of a sudden realizes, the amount of control that they have over their life, right? This is someone who is all of a sudden understanding that they are in complete control of themselves. Who is in their life? We've all probably had to make decisions, whether it's family or friends, about who we want in our life and who we do not. We do this because we're looking at all of the different ways and things like that our life could be. We're looking at what our wants are, what our desires are, where we actually want to go, what we want to create, what we want to feel, how we want how we want our lives to look. And in the seven of cups, it is our ability to look at that like on an emotional dream basis, our unconscious, our needs, our wants, our desires. And sure, we can romanticize some of them. Like it's kind of this, it's this, but it's this period to, to dream big and make choices and understand that we are completely responsible and accountable for those choices. And then it's time to correct as we go into the eight, where we decide exactly what we're leaving behind and what we're going towards, or what needs to stay put and where we are going. In the seven, it's kind of like, um, I would almost like compare it to spring cleaning, like where you're getting, where you have decided that you're moving and you need to get rid of a bunch of stuff. So you put all of the stuff in front of you. You have a bunch of different bags and boxes and you're sorting. I would almost look at this as not necessarily like choosing between these cups, but sorting your life into these different things. Like what are your monsters? What are your successes? What are the things that you're ready to actually get rid of? What needs to go to charity? What needs to be donated? What needs to go to a friend? You know, um, as I sit there and I go through Evie's things, um, 
one of the things I do is what do I want to keep for personal and sentimental reasons? What do I want to gift to a family member or a friend who has a baby next? What can I take to a consignment store so I can just trade in some things for pajamas and whatever else? It's kind of discerning between what is sentimental, what is useful, what is to be kept for somebody else, what has enough meaning that you want to see a family member or another sibling or a child of yours use. It is this concept of spring cleaning and putting things into categories. What is going to build you a home? What is going to bring you closer to family and friends? What is going to give you nutrition or give you or help you thrive? What is actually monstrous and needs to be put away? What is going to, maybe you could sell something. Maybe you could use something to help make you richer being metaphorically or literally. Maybe it's time for you to take accountability for how your actions have affected your choices. So if what you desire is like, for instance, right now, like Gabe and I have rented for a lot of years. I used to make way more money than I did now. And it's because I didn't give a fuck about home ownership. So I didn't think to save any of that money. I decided to like, I decided to be a person in my early 20s and not a person close to their 30s who's like, shit, like I need to like own a home and I didn't save any of the money from when I was making way more money. And now I'm making very little money and I have to deal with the, you know, I have to be accountable for the choices that I made earlier and find a way to reconcile those things and then also find a way to save up so that we can afford to have a home by the end of the year because we cannot keep, we can't afford to keep renting in Nashville. So this is a seven of cups thing. What are your what are your dreams? What are your hopes? What are your desires? What is realistic? What is what it what are the building blocks to get you to the thing that seems just absolutely like your your castle fairy tale palace scenario? So how do you build those stepping blocks to get there? And as you're realizing these things, as you're as you're understanding how you're like how to actually build tangible, realistic stairs towards your dreams, you're going to allow yourself in the eight to make a transformed decision where it's like, okay, I don't need all these subscriptions to certain things. I would rather go without a subscription to something for a few years so that I can put that money towards a down payment on a house so that I can pay less in rent so that I can eventually do things like have a subscription to Ipsy, which sends you makeup. Like I like I understand these are very specific scenarios I'm detailing, but these are the things that the seven of cups brings up. It makes you confront your dreams and those things that you want, your hopes and desires, but in a very realistic way. Like, oh, you want to be an artist. You want to be a musician. Like my husband, he wants to make music. He wants to make money doing music. That's a wonderful, fantastical dream. But now how do you realistically do that? All of your dreams, all of those things that you want, all of those things that seem so out of reach and far-fetched, they all have stepping stones that you can build. And the Seven of Cups is a reminder that we do have control, awareness, and realization, and we can make those things happen. We just have to make sure that we are putting, we are prioritizing, we're putting things and sorting out what needs to happen. So like, what's more important? immediate gratification of having a subscription that sends you skin moisturizer or putting that money towards a down payment on a house. Sometimes it's the reverse. Sometimes it's like, yeah, I know I need to be saving for a house, but I'm really out of the moisturizer that makes my skin not dry. So how do I how do I do that? And the seven of cups helps us in that way. It helps us sort out our dreams, our needs, and how we can better create steps going forward. I think sometimes we pull this card and it's like, well, shit, like, Maybe I'm making a mountain out of a molehill. Maybe I shouldn't care about this thing, care about this thing as much as I do. And that's not the meaning. You're not being delusional. 
you're not being psychedelic and wanting things that are impossible. You are literally being encouraged to see your dreams and your hopes and your desires and then build tangible, realistic steps to get there. Take control of the situation. And then in the eight, be completely transformed and motivated to get to that thing. So that by the time you're in the nine of cups, you can be like, wow, look at all of the things that I've done so far to get me towards my end goal that you'll see in the 10. So yeah, that's the seven of cups. I hope that was helpful. Um, I also just want to quickly tag on to, I sometimes, this is like a completely unscripted podcast. You can probably tell. Um, But I want to touch on really quick the detail of the little skull skeleton on the third cup on the bottom row of four cups in this card and why there's a wreath and a crown coming out of it. This is very interesting because the crown that they have coming out of it is a crown that specifically somebody like Julius Caesar might have worn. What happened to Julius Caesar? He he died. He got stabbed in the back like a whole lot. This is where the line et tu brute. This is a reminder that sometimes things come at a cost. This little cup is, yeah, maybe your dream is that you want power. Maybe this dream is that you want to be crowned in some way, whether this is being famous or going into politics or becoming a leader um, or a something in your field. But if your ultimate goal is literally just to be famous, to be acknowledged, that comes with a price. A crown comes with a price. And that price is usually like, you know, like talk about the price of fame. Like these people, if they're like, they want to be famous, but they're not ready for the cost that comes with it. The cost that comes with it is being completely publicly scrutinized. Literally, Meghan Markle, an American woman who went over to to England to and she was like a duchess or listen, I am very American. My best friend is British and we just celebrated the Queen's Jubilee. And I was very confused about the entire thing, except for the fact that I got to eat a lot of scones, which were very good. Um, But essentially, like she did this thing for love, didn't understand the cost of her personal life and they together decided to leave it. There is a huge cost to a crown. And that is why there's a little skeleton on that cup. Maybe that's not the official reason, but that is how I teach it. Like there is Pamela Coleman Smith is probably the smartest and most genius artist, probably one of the most genius artists of all times in regards to all of the little details that she was able to leave in her work. And doing the outline of a skull on the cup that has a crown coming out of it is a reminder that of all of these things that you want, if all you're searching for is fame or glory, it comes with a cost. If you're not doing the thing for the love of the thing, if you're just doing the thing to get acknowledgement, then it's going to come at a cost. Either you will never get that encouragement and that entitlement and that glory that you want, and you will die unhappy because you were seeking external validation only. Or if you do it for the love of the thing and you achieve that glory, then the cost of The cost of your own personal um, confidence and esteem isn't, it's not the price there. I don't know if that made sense because as I was saying it, I was like, that is a giant word salad. But essentially, if you are doing, if you stumble into glory because of a love for the thing that you're doing, a really good modern day example would be like, um, I don't actually know if she listens to this podcast. I would love if she did because I think she's the coolest, but she like is a good friend of mine on Instagram and 
she had a she does plants. She's a farmer. She does all of these plant things and she makes all of this beautiful like fabric and postcards, just like a very creative person. And she was talking to me just about TikTok in general when I started because I was like super fucking confused about it. And she just through like doing her TikTok, which is all like gardening tips and farming and sustainable living. And like she had a thing go viral, but she didn't go viral thinking I'm going to go viral. She just had a love of doing a thing. And that love transcended into getting acknowledgement for the thing that she did. Her goal isn't to go viral. Her goal is to do the thing that she loves. And if people see it and love it, then that's great. Um, And I think that that is exactly what that specific cup is telling us. If you're doing something and you get acknowledgement and in glory because you loved something so much that you pursued it and then you got that glory from it, that's going to be much more fulfilling than just chasing fame itself or glory itself. I hope that that makes sense. Um, as we all know, this is the time where I actually go, <laughs> I actually give you an entire TikTok masterclass about how to go viral. It's the collective reading. Um, the collective reading for this coming week is the star. I love the star. Um, it is a pause. It's a moment of like vulnerability and comfort. It's a guiding light towards home. I feel like this coming week is going to be so much about allowing yourself a breath, allowing yourself some peace, allowing yourself to lick your wounds and take a bath and feel and 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 take account of what is guiding you towards home, what feels like home. One of the things that I love about the star card is that it is um, a lot of times talking about the North Star, which is the star that guides. I have an entire episode down on the star, which is one of the most amazing conversations that I feel like I've gotten to have. It's such, it's really beautiful. And I really encourage y'all to go listen to it. Even like the guest that I had on, it was, it was just, it. it's something that I've retained a lot of from that conversation. And when I pull the star, it is a reminder for me to check in with my body about what feels like home. Do I need more time in my literal home? Do I need to look at myself and be like, okay, I think I would really feel like, more at home in my body if I took a bath. It's not, it's it's about bringing you back into yourself and finding that feeling of home, that feeling of this is the way forward. This is the way to safety. This is the way to comfort. So yeah, find that this week. Don't forget all of the things that are happening, but allow yourself to kind of regulate. Allow yourself some self-regulation. The star is not about everything being perfect. It's literally about things being, it's about allowing yourself a breath. So take a breath. This week will be very important. Usually when this card comes up, it is about refilling, re-energizing, fixing that burnout so that we are capable and strong enough to go into the next thing. So just keep that in mind. Okay. And with that, if you enjoy this podcast, please consider rating, subscribing, and reviewing. I do kindly ask, though, that if you do that, if you have, I, I completely welcome constructive and kind criticism. I love that. I definitely and and genuinely want to make this podcast the best that I can. Um, The best way to support this podcast is podcast is by writing, subscribing and reviewing. But please don't do what the person in my inbox did like two weeks ago, which was jump into my inbox and be really mean. And then I cried for a long time about it. Um, Don't be trolly. If you have a genuine thing that you would like to know or ask, please do. I genuinely, I want to, I want to address it. I want to fix things. I want to be better. And I want this podcast to be something that is genuinely beneficial to your tarot education and journey and be a support mechanism throughout your, your journey through spirituality. 
So if there's a way I can better support that, please let me know, but do it kindly so that I, so that I don't cry. (laughs) I'm out.